You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Live from Chicken Town, this is the Flopcast episode 610 on Flopcast.net. Yes, yes. Hello, Cornflake. Hi. How are you, Kevin? I'm okay. You know, we're in the new year. <laughs> it's stupid. Nothing has really changed. No. As evidenced by the fact that it is indeed stupid. It's still stupid. I've done nothing so far this year. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> this will be a quick show because we got nothing today. After our big, super long two-part memorial show, time to relax, you know? Yeah, the fine people have heard us yammer enough. First, however, Cornflake, how about National Whatever Day? National Whatever Day! Well, I'm coming to this segment generous this week, because I have a whole national week. It is Cuckoo Dancing Week. All right, I don't know what that means. Well, if you've been sitting around doing nothing... Yep, I have. <laughs> Can't sit around doing nothing while you're cuckoo dancing. Is this like the Cocoa Pups bird? Is that the idea? I wish it was that now that you mention it. <laughs> yeah, this is in reference to the dance of the cuckoos. And if that doesn't ring a bell, the dance of the cuckoos is associated with a comedic pair that I'm sure you'll recognize, Laurel and Hardy. And needless to say, Laurel and Hardy were well before our time, yeah. but of course comedic influences of, of those that we have come to appreciate over the years. Oh, sure. I used to go to uh, Ollie's Pizza in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, and they had a little caricature of Oliver Hardy on the sign. Well, that's especially cool because this... So I'm kind of an expert on Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> this week, the Cuckoo Dancing Week, it the reason it's this week in January is because Ollie Hardy's birthday was January 18th. So Laurel and Hardy would dance like the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, Sunny, the Cocoa Puffs bird. Yes, before that bird even ever existed. Yeah. That, is what they did. that bird ripped off Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. All right, everybody flop around like Sunny, the cuckoo bird to celebrate. For an entire week. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> I like that this gets a whole week. Yes. That's great. Cuckoo dancing gets an entire week. Yeah, I've I've literally been doing nothing for the last week, last week and a half. That's the way to get things <laughs> off to a, a promising start. <laughs> I was in a uh, five-mile race, New Year's Day, and I was in rough shape. <laughs> was, oh, no. I was literally limping. <laughs> I limped through a five-mile race. At the end of that, I said, okay, time to stop. <laughs> oh, I ran too much last year, I think, is the problem. Ah, uh, that'll do it. <laughs> I ran over 1,600 miles in 2023. Because you could. That's too much. Maybe. For me. For yeah. Me. For some people, it's not. <laughs> I know I have friends who, who did more than that. In a day. No, I'm just kidding. Every day. My friend <laughs> Owusawa, she did twice that many miles, I believe. 
Whoa. Yeah, she's amazing. So I've just been in recovery mode. So I've just been flopped over doing nothing. Uh, I've barely left the house <laughs> in the new year. <laughs> well, I have been flopped over too, Kevin, and I have no good excuse for it. Yeah, just, just in solidarity, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not getting off the couch either. That's what friends are for. Thank you. Yeah, you and me. We're like Dion and uh, friends. Dion. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a big snowstorm a, a few days ago, remember? Yes, I was actually out walking in that. Yeah, well, you're you're like, you're like up in the Arctic circles. So you you probably get yep. big snowstorms all the time. We here in uh, here in Chicken Town, we had our first actual snowstorm of the season, and also supplies were dwindling <laughs> here at the studio. But, but the day before, I thought can't go to the grocery store because that's going to be all the teeming horrified masses will be there in a panic, you know, right? Stocking up on uh, cookie crisp and such. So. I wasn't going to go in a, in a, in a store, you know? Mm-hmm. So my, my backup plan was, and I explained this to the mayor, I said, we have to go get a lot of Chinese food. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was my plan. Stock up on Chinese food because it'll last several days. Like, let's place a exactly. big Chinese order and then we can have Chinese food every night for the next several nights. <laughs> that was my plan. That's a lot of lo mein, Kevin. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I hiked down the street to the uh, Chinese place and dragged a big sack of Chinese stuff back up to the studio. That's really practically the only time I left the house was just to uh, get that pre-snowstorm Chinese stuff. Turned out to be a great way to get through a snowstorm. And a great way to get your entire year's supply of salt in one sitting. I'm Sunday. telling you, no more running, don't move, and have a big Chinese dinner every night. That's my health plan for 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. Well, you finally came up with something that someone can stick to. <laughs> I think we can all do this this year. <laughs> we can all get behind this plan. New Year's resolutions coming up at the end of the show, by the way, everybody. Stay tuned for that. Will that be my resolution? Don't move and just keep shoveling in crab rangoons. Stay tuned. Well, what have you been up to? <laughs> I already told you I've been doing a whole bunch of nothing myself. <laughs> nothing just like me, of course. You know what we've been doing, which which uh, happily involved not getting off the couch. If you recall, way back in our Dragon Con episodes, uh, we were talking about Marty Croft. Right. From Sid and Marty Croft. We were just talking about Marty last week, of course. We had to uh, memorialize the great Marty Croft. But we met Marty Croft. We got to see Marty speak, and we got to meet him uh, down at Dragon Con this past year. And at Dragon Con, you may recall, Marty Croft announced that in the new year, all the old Sid and Marty Croft Saturday morning shows would be available streaming online. The biggest gift to the whole wide world. Marty announced that. And at the time, I I shared that with you. And I said, now the Crofts have a history of announcing things. (laughs) And they don't always actually happen. Yeah, it doesn't exactly pan out every time. I was cautiously pessimistic at the time and said, yeah, we'll see if it happens. Probably not. Well, I was wrong. Marty was right. The Croft shows are streaming. I'm so glad. That would have like made people so sad if it hadn't come through. So I'm glad it worked out. Marty came through for us. There's a channel or a streaming thing or a online whatever called Dove. Yes. The Dove channel or the Dove streaming or whatever. You've heard of this. I'm familiar with this. Wow. I'd never heard of Dove. They have a silly cartoon that I remember from my childhood. It's the only place I can find it. It's um, Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. Oh, I never heard of that. So do you get the Dove Channel? 
Yes. Well, I've got some good news for you. Then. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Get ready to watch a lot of Bugaloos and Lidsville. <laughs> well, you know how I've been dying to watch a lot of Lidsville. <laughs> Practically all the Croft stuff is streaming on Dove. It would have been nice if they'd set up like a Croft section, but they did not. So you just have to fish around. All the Croft stuff is in there, but it's just scattered amongst all this other weird Dove stuff. Yes. But apparently you're very familiar with weird dove stuff, so you're you're good to go. I am. I'm I'm more familiar with weird dove stuff than I would like to be because I remember going through that to find Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. Yeah, there you go. They have practically all the Croft Saturday morning shows are there. I think the only one just glancing about I did not see Pryor's place. But I think they have everything else. Remember Pryor's place? Richard Pryor had a Saturday morning. Richard Pryor, yeah. Richard Pryor had a Saturday morning <laughs> kids show. Somebody thought that was a good idea. I still think I was hallucinating that. I, I like <laughs> Pryor's place. It was Richard Pryor and a bunch of puppets hanging around and a lot of celebrity guests. This was mid eighties. Uh, Ray Parker Jr. did the theme song. Did it sound like Ghostbusters? It sounded exactly like Ghostbusters. They just changed the words. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Pryor's Place, sadly, does not seem to be on Dove, but I think everything else is. They've got Puffin stuff. Uh, you know, Land of the Lost, Lidsville, Bugaloos. We watched some Bugaloos the other day. Uh, and then the, the real obscure stuff. They've got Fire Out Space Nuts and Lost Saucer, uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. And most happily for us, I was so excited to see they have the Croft Super Show. Ah, uh, of course. And so uh, the mayor and I have been watching Croft Super Show was like their anthology series where they, they had Captain Cool and the Kongs. Mm-hmm. There's super cool glam rock band hosting the show. And then they would introduce various segments, including like Electro Woman and Dino Girl. Which you did a whole podcast on. Yeah, sure did. So yeah, as we're watching Electro Woman, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember... John and I talked about this episode in quite some detail, <laughs> but it has a uh, wonder bug, which is, you know, about a, a dune buggy that comes to life. Uh, Dr. Shrinker, which isn't creepy at all. It's a mad scientist and uh, <laughs> his little assistant, Billy Barty, and they shrink these three kids down. So they're tiny and they're chasing them around an island. It's fantastic. Like I said, not creepy at all. Not in the least bit creepy <laughs> and we, we haven't gotten around to uh, in, in season two they added bigfoot and wild boy which i loved you know because i'm way into bigfoot and they added magic mongo which was like kids find a genie on the beach i haven't gotten to those yet but i love the the framing segments though with captain cool and the kongs because they were just these you know glittery <laughs> crazy costumes glam rock the captain cool and the Kongs segments were shot at the Croft theme park in Atlanta. The opening theme song for the show, you see Captain Cool and the Kongs and they're leading a bunch of kids and they're marching like down the highway in Atlanta ah. and you see the outside of the building, you know, where the uh, theme park used to be and the little segments in each episode are shot inside the park. So you get these fleeting little glimpses of that legendary Croft theme park, which is very exciting for That's me. It's very special. Yes. <laughs> Like Captain Cool will be saying something and I'm just kind of looking behind Captain Cool like, what's that back there? Look at that. You can just barely see a little piece of the theme park behind him. This is great. But it was Captain Cool and uh, uh, Nashville and Turkey. The drummer was Turkey, big, tall, goofy guy. A drummer named Turkey. I love a drummer named Turkey. Yeah, there's a dude named Flatbush who was only there for season one. And then uh, Super Chick. 
and the mayor and I sort of became obsessed with Super Chick this week. <laughs> really? We, we went down a Super Chick rabbit hole <laughs> researching <laughs> Super Chick. Yes. Debbie Klinger, lovely uh, girl. Debbie Klinger played Super Chick, and she has an interesting history. We'll go into more detail talking about <laughs> all of this at some point, I think. But for now, uh, we will say, yeah, uh, Super Chick was played by Debbie Klinger. And we ended up jumping over and watching a couple of Love Boat episodes just because Debbie Klinger was on them. Love Boat seems like an appropriate chaser for this, yes. <laughs> Love Boat, every episode is wonderful. But yeah, Debbie Klinger, Super Chick, was one of the guest stars on a, a two-part Love Boat episode. And uh, best of all, her father on the Love Boat was played by Dick Sean who was the snow miser. Oh. So it's like all my worlds are colliding now. I'm watching the love boat and there's super chick and the snow miser. Getting your snow miser fix. It was pretty delightful. So we're watching these Croft Super Show episodes and also the show that replaced the Croft Super Show was the Bay City Rollers show. Yeah, another big favorite of yours. Which was they got rid of Captain Cool and the Cogs <laughs> and, uh, and they hired the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> to host a Saturday morning Croft show. And it's those guys. It's, it's you know, their thick Scottish <laughs> accents. There's the Bay City Rollers. In all their glory. Oh, man. So those are on Dove as well. You can watch the Bay City Rollers show. That was the first record I ever bought was Bay City Rollers Greatest Hits because I was a fan because of this show. Bay City Rollers show had a segment called Horror Hotel in which Witchy Poo, the witch from H.R. Puff and stuff, mm -hmm. she was running a hotel. And she's surrounded by all kinds of wacky Croft puppets and characters. And, and they also brought in Hoodoo, who was the green evil magician dude from Lidsville, played by Charles Nelson Riley. Yep. But Charles Nelson Riley was gone. Oh. So they had a new guy <laughs> playing Hoodoo on the Bay City Rollers show. I imagine the kids couldn't really tell, but this was right. this was a new guy, and he was sort of doing the Charles Nelson Riley impression. He'd do that goofy laugh yeah. that Charles Nelson Riley would do. I was like, was he playing Hoodoo and Charles Nelson yeah, Riley yeah, at the same time? He really was, and it's like you can hardly tell because you're looking at a guy who's completely painted green and bald with the goofy makeup and weird beard and hair and stuff. So I'm sure they fooled the kids. Nobody could tell that wasn't the original Hoodoo. Uh, fake hoodoo was played by a guy named Paul Gale. And I looked up Paul Gale and my head exploded because Paul Gale in the Star Wars holiday special, he played Itchy, Chewbacca's father. Oh, no. The horny old grandpa Wookiee. Oh. You know, sitting there watching his Wookiee porn. Yeah. So this guy, you know, suddenly Paul Gale is my favorite actor of all time. <laughs> what a couple of major accomplishments. What a career. Itchy and hoodoo. Wow. There's a new documentary about the Star Wars holiday special. Uh, we saw it a, a few weeks ago. It's called A Disturbance in the Force. And uh, quite fun if you're a fan of the holiday special, as we are. What I did not know until Christmas morning is there's a book. To accompany the documentary, there's a book about the Star Wars holiday special, also called A Disturbance in the Force. It would be fun just to read that book's description of the first 10 minutes of the Star <laughs> Wars special. Well, I have that book because it was under the tree Christmas morning, a gift from the mayor of Chickenton. Oh. So I'm going to dive into uh, a whole book about the holiday special. But what I really want is a whole book about Paul Gale. <laughs> 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 and his life as hoodoo and itchy. 
with a green cover. <laughs> we might have to write that book. Yeah, because I can't imagine who else will. Yeah, we, we might regret it if we just sit around waiting for someone else to write write the Paul Gale story. Paul Gale books do not write themselves. That one might be on us. But meanwhile, <laughs> it's a bold new year for us. Here we are, and I think it's probably time. We're a little late this year because we were so caught up in our uh, memorial shows. I think we, we still have not shared with the audience our New Year's resolutions. Do you think anyone noticed? At least one person noticed, because yeah, yeah, we we did get a comment from uh, Eclectic Lee, who sometimes I suspect is our is the only one listening. <laughs> Lee uh, did men- mention that he's looking forward to our resolutions. So, Cornflake, why don't you go first this year? Do you have a New Year's resolution? Yes. Please share. Oh, you want me to tell you what it is? All right, <laughs> like that. Yeah. My New Year's resolution is to take more fitness classes with a chicken. Oh, wow. This might be the best resolution anyone's ever had. Okay. Please video record everything. You got it. Although sometimes they don't let you have cameras in fitness classes, you know. No cameras in the hen house. (laughs) But I bet you I can sneak an audio recording of it. (laughs) So you're on your way to spin class. You're going to swing by the farm, scoop up a chicken. Well, this is certainly the way that you describe it. That's that's one approach. No. Do you have something in mind that you're not telling us about? <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> or is this just a vague concept and you're, you're like, we'll work out the detail about a chicken being involved later down the line? Let's just say I was inspired yeah. by something I found online. So, yes, I, I did not just randomly come up with this. I saw something and I said, wait, I could take a fitness class with a chicken? And now I'm going to try. Okay. So you are aware of there is an actual fitness class with a chicken. (laughs) It sounds like you're already breaking away from uh, my health plan for the year. You know, my no running, all Chinese food plan. I'll tell you what. If I enjoy my class with a chicken, I'll invite you. And I'll just creepily sit off to the side munching on fried rice. All right. Good plan. But we got to hear what your New Year's resolution is. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, some years I struggle with this. And yeah, I guess this is one of those years because I, I was really kind of going back and forth about uh, which how to approach it. And I finally settled on uh, for 2024. I'm going to be sillier. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> well, I'll try. All right. Let's keep this one short and st- Stupid. <laughs> I think we've ticked off both of those boxes. Done and done. Cornflake, <laughs> get us out of here. All right. We want people to know where to find us between shows. We're at flopcast.net, facebook.com slash flopcast, universadon.com slash at flopcast on Mastodon, the underscore flopcast on Instagram. And if you are feeling so kind as you'd like to leave us a rating and or review. There's all kinds of places you could do that, but we highly recommend Apple Podcasts for leaving us a rating and or a review. Music for the Flopcast is written and performed by the Sponge Awareness Foundation. All we wanted as a band, Sponge Awareness, our dream was to get to work with the guy who played Itchy on the holiday special. But once again, all the good jobs in show business go to Scottish bands. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Maybe at some point this year, we'll have something to talk about. (laughs) Hasn't happened so far. Don't hold your breath. 
people. <laughs> anyway, be safe, be kind, be silly, and we'll see you next week. Peace and cuckoos. As the temperatures get cooler, let's think back to a time where monsters fascinated our young minds, where haunted houses and flying saucers were the stuff of fantastical dreams. Come relive those wonderful times with us every Monday at 5 p.m. It's Monster Attack on the ESO Network. Cornflake, is there anything left to do for the secret after show? Because I got nothing. I can tell our after show listeners about a really weird dream I had. <laughs> All right. That'll do it. And it was a weird dream even for me. <laughs> you remember those relay races from school when you were a kid? They like have a whole day of relay races. Uh, yeah, vaguely. We'd have like a field day. They call yeah, it. Yeah, like usually around the end of the year. Yes, there'd be the three leg race, which was my specialty. <laughs> oh, see, well, it would have been great then if you had turned up in this dream, because I dreamt I needed to be part of a three legged race. Oh. Now, the three legged race in relay races on field day for a, you know a kid like me. Yeah. Uh, they didn't call me Crash Cornflake for nothing. Right. Like, <laughs> Lost a lot of good partners over the years in your three-leg races. Uh, I wasn't fast. I wasn't coordinated. And my heart goes out to anybody who has ever paired with me in a three-legged race. Right. A lot of them didn't make it. But in this dream, I was required to be in a three-legged race. But you didn't get paired up with people. If you had to be in this three-legged r- race, you had to grow a third leg. <laughs> so... I, I realized what I needed to do. Yeah. And the whole rest of the dream was me realizing, A, it's really dumb to have a third leg because in the dream, you have to have the third leg for the rest of your life. So <laughs> so it's almost not worth it. I grew the leg thinking, well, at least it'll let me be part of the race. I lost the race and I was stuck with the third leg for eternity. I think on Saturday Night Live once I saw a pair of jeans that, that uh, might might finally fit you now. Well, thank goodness. That third leg was getting kind of chilly. Three at last. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.